Hey, welcome back to Bobblehead Podcast and uh, episode two of our series of, of combating stress and um, more the, of the toolkit and what you can do and the, and the tips and the tricks and, that you can uh, implement in your life in order to be able to reduce stress. Last week, we talked about movement, right? That that physical exertion of pouring back into your body to, uh, to be able to combat that stress. And this week, uh, Tim talks heavily about something on the other side of the spectrum, and that's meditation. And he goes um, deep into the topic of transcendental meditation, something I don't know, but he knows a lot about. I think you guys are going to take a lot away from it. So let's get started. Glad you're here. Let's do it. Let's go. I have my uh, magic mind, so I'm ready for another podcast. Yeah. It's a good thing we're uh, we're still on the same dose of magic mind from our last podcast. Yes. Because it's it's uh, still settling in quite nice. Um, have you ever done athletic greens? Um, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever done. So it's and I have. Uh, there are a lot of people get sponsored by them. We're not. Um, but we, Jamie and I, take them like try to take it every morning, and we've learned don't take it with cold water because it tastes really bad. But we'll put it in, like in lukewarm water. And you shake it up, and then you just gulp it down, and so it, it's something we take that I don't look forward to. But it's—I know it's good for me, right? Yeah. But it's really once we got connected with these guys at Magic Mind, I feel like it's—it's got—I don't know what it is. It's like a—I um, don't know if it's a lemon or a lime. It's something that's got a citrus to it, and so I should really look at the ingredients, shouldn't I? Yeah. But. Um, it's really not bad. In fact, it's not it's not bad. I like it. Yeah, and yeah. and it and it's small. It's not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I think some people actually mix it with stuff, like they put it in their coffee. But I I, I like it good enough. Where I just take it straight. Yeah, same way. Just open it up room temperature. Yeah. Have you ever done um, like a ginger shot? Yes, that will kick your butt. It's a little turmeric. Tum- yeah, yeah. But I think it's supposedly good for you. But man, so they say. So they say. But I know it's not like this. This stuff really does a good job of kind of keeping things mellow and taking the morning hit, meaning coffee or caffeine or we're talking about stress, taking that and kind of evening that out. So, you know, the the geniuses behind this stuff really figured, I know there was nutritionalists involved and all that stuff to really kind of figure out, you know, what's needed. I, th- I think the story behind this is the guy that uh, – that started this company had like six or seven cups of coffee a day. Doctor said, man, you got to quit doing that. It's not good for your heart. You're, you know, you have too much, too much caffeine in your system. And so, um, you know, said you need to do something different. And I think he went and talked to a nutritionist and they're the ones that kind of put all this stuff together. So I believe it, they must've been good because it seemed to work. Yeah. It's like the story of my life. Too much coffee. Stop drinking so much coffee. It's stressing me out. Did you, and so ex military, did you guys drink a lot of coffee? Yes. Like when, like when you were overseas and you were deployed, I mean, obviously like in the field we we would, so I had uh, like a jet boil I'm talking about. Yeah. So I would carry a jet boil in my pack and you'd have like instant coffee. And when, whenever you got the opportunity, you would, you would make some coffee. Really? Um, Or if you work with locals, sometimes they'd have like a green tea, but a lot of times what the guys would do is you take a pinch of that coffee and put it in your lip. Like, like like you would chaw. Yeah. Huh? So you would drink the locals tea. Oh yeah. Isn't that dangerous? I mean, it's boiled water. Now you want to talk about gr- something gross is their, their yogurt. Really? Oh my God. You know, cause it, 
you think about yogurt, right? And I, I love, I grew up, I love yogurt. I like yogurt. That, that like fruit on the bottom, you mix it up, you get some delicious raspberries and sure. Like, man, this is a, a nice, I like to do strawberry and put nice, bananas in it. Nice tasty breakfast treat, yeah, right? right? Treat, yeah, granola. So in it. you go to the mountains of Afghanistan, right? And they're to ask you if you want some, some yogurt. Like hell yeah, I want some yogurt. Yeah. We doing oh, we doing we doing pineapple or coconut? I, I, today did, or? I don't see any blackberry trees. But I sure <laughs> hope there's blackberries in the bottom. Um, this is room temperature at best, basically like curdled goat's milk yogurt. Really? That couldn't be more sour if you wanted it to be. Really? And it's like chunky and it's warm, Ooh. and it's all it's all you can do to choke it down. To choke it down. But you can't turn it down because of you know it, it culturally, it's cultural. it, yeah. culturally very yeah. very disrespectful to to deny it. And they would bring out naan, and you would dip the yogurt. What is naan? Bread, like the okay, the, got it. The flatbread, yeah. Um, and you would just dip the yogurt, like the naan and the yogurt, and eat it. And I, if if there's veterans listening to this that have spent time in Afghanistan, I know you guys can identify with what I'm talking about. But it is top three most disgusting foods I've ever had. Really, in my that life. bad. But here, what sucked is that they knew that we didn't like it. And so they, they bring you a big old bowl of it. Oh man! And you just would just gag it down. Oh, and then that was one battle within the war. <laughs> <laughs> and because you didn't want to turn it down and, yeah. and throw away their trust, did you got? Were you guys taught all that before you went over there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then like that was the battle of the northern hemisphere, mm-hmm. and then like the battle of the southern hemisphere was coming about two hours later after the battle of the northern northern oh okay, okay, okay i get it, it down yeah and, uh, okay i get it it was I'm just like, a I, didn't series two, of losses. I didn't know afghanistan had two hemispheres <laughs> but i get it now yeah yeah so back to magic mind if if you guys are interested in trying it um there's i think there's a a special they give on this i think it's like 20 percent off one time and 40 percent off if you do a subscription um so you know do what you want i mean you might you're not sure about it hey give it a shot we, we really like it and we're subscribed to it it's a so b- it's bobble 20 yeah b-o-b-b-l-e 20 but um anyway highly recommend you guys give it a shot see what you think and uh hey give us some feedback too if you like yeah. it and, and it's it's helped you let us know i mean that's the reason we're doing it here we don't get paid to do this so uh anyway i like it yeah i like it i like that should that should be their their tagline i, I just like it it's just great magic mind i like it's it magic mind some days I need a magic mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of that, we're, we're doing a series on stress and uh, the ways to deal with stress. And um, the last one we talked about moving, about moving your body and working out and, and how that really helps. And today is going to be one that's closer to my heart than yours because I've, I've been doing it for a while. And, um, but that's dealing with stress through meditation. Um, so quick question, ever meditated before? Not purposefully i've zoned out a lot and i've always just kind of assumed i was meditating <laughs> you know i've noticed that with especially a lot of times when we're talking you tend my to, stress level gets lower you, you tend to you out. tend to meditate on me you know especially when you're talking to me and then your head hits the desk i'm like wow he's really in a trance so um <laughs> i like that have you ever known anyone that meditated you okay <laughs> Actually, no, quite a few people. Quite yeah. a few people, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just for those those folks out there that are that are interested in this, there's a million ways to do meditation, right? But basically, the the crux of meditation is is to calm your mind and your body, and so that you literally go into a space where um, you're not thinking a whole lot, right? And it's what what it's designed to do is rest your brain, to rest your mind. And so it's kind of like um, the best way to describe it is 
you know, if you haven't had a lot of sleep and you got like three hours, two nights in a row and you lay down and neither one of us are big nappers, but you lay down for 15 minutes and you sleep just for 15 minutes, you wake up, you feel great. If you sleep like three hours and then it's like, Oh, you feel groggy, mm -hmm. but 10 to 15, 20 minutes, you pop up and you feel great. Right. So it's kind of the same thing, but it's for your brain. So I got into it um, because I was at a strategic coach conference and um, Dan Sullivan was up talking about his day and he gets up, I get up at, you know, dark 30 and he goes and gets on the treadmill and does all this stuff. And he goes, then I do this and I go meditate. I go, no, he said, I go do TM and then I go get ready and I get, you know, the driver takes me to the office. And so I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, what's TM? And so I, there's a table of probably 10, 15 people around me. And I'm like, Hey, you guys, what's, you guys know what TM is? And they're all like, yeah. Okay. So after this is over, I'm kind of, you know, Googling it and stuff. And it, it's, it's, um, it's a meditation ritual. It's a meditation, uh, exercise and it's called transcendental meditation. So I am in no way today, um, promoting that. However, it works for me, but you know, the key to it is whatever works for you. Some, I know a lot of people that do breathing, um, techniques where they, they breathe. I know a lot of people that listen to something on their, you know, on an app or something that's, there's some kind of a, a sound. Um, some people do like nature sounds, um, some people do different things, but the idea is you can't really meditate while you're moving. So it's something that you need to be, you know, sitting or laying or whatever. And so I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about what TM is transcendental meditation does has done for me. And, um, I know they've got lots of friends that have done other things. So in, in no way am I saying this is for everyone, but when I was in that conference and I was asking about TM after the break, I'm like, what led you guys to know about this? And like half the guys knew they'd been doing it for a long time. And um, I do a lot of hedge fund folks do TM and it's because it's so stressful. You know, it's so many risks, so much risk. And it's the only way that helps calm their mind. But uh, my wife and I were watching billions on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. And uh, there's several inferences where, you know, before he started the day or somebody interrupted him and he's sitting in his chair you know, eyes closed doing TM and he has, he has a meditation room in his office. And so it's a, it's a real thing. And so it, you know, a lot of people probably don't need to go that far and do TM, but I know for me and I had my whole family go through it. It's a way to be able to calm your mind in a way that literally takes the edge off of life. And it's, it's bizarre and, you know, the science behind it, we, we learned about in class and I won't go into it on the podcast, but I'll, I'll kind of describe how it works. Um, and, and talk about how the transcendental part and transcendental basically means up and down, mm -hmm. right. And how that helps take the stress out of your body. And so the way they describe it is it's like, it's like your brain is this is a uh, screen door. So if you've ever seen a new screen door and a, 40 year old screen door, it's, they're very different, right? And the new screen door is very clean. You can see through it, air comes in and out, but as it gets older, what happens, it gets built up and there's, you know, things that build up in it and the air doesn't move through it quite as well as it used to. And you can even thump on it and it almost feels hard. Like the, the mesh, the screen almost feels hard. And it's the same thing that our, um, that our nervous system does is stress builds on that. And it, and it gets to where 
when something happens. We talked in the last podcast about you got that email saying your your deal on your house had gone had gone south, right? In that feeling of oh, in that it it hits you like a shock. It's almost like electrical shock goes through your goes through your body, and and that's that screen door, right? And so what this does is allow you to do what we call a mantra, and I won't go into all this stuff. You can, if you want to learn more about it, you can read it. But it's a mantra, and it's basically it's saying a word that has no meaning. And so it's a it's a word that has no meaning because you can't that way you can't attach a thought to the word. You just can't because it doesn't mean anything. And so you know, for me, I sit still in a chair, or for you, I sit still in a chair. I do this in the in the dry sauna quite a bit. Okay. Because you're supposed to sit in the dry sauna for about 20 minutes and I do meditation for about 20 minutes. So for me, it's perfect. I set my, my little alarm, my phone, put my headphones on. And uh, so anyway, I sit in the chair and, and you know, you kind of start off for me, for me, I do like a 30 seconds on where I just kind of close my eyes and, and just kind of be. And then after 30 seconds, then I go anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how much time I have that day. And at the end of the 20 minutes, um, kind of, let you kind of do stretch, kind of keep your eyes closed, kind of like waking up, right? You don't want to wake up real quick. It's kind of the same thing. But what you do in that 20 minutes of saying that mantra is, is basically what's happening is, is you're saying that you have a lot of thoughts and then you catch yourself going, oh man, my brain's scattered, right? We call it being busy. I got a busy mind. And you go, okay, I need to, I need to say my, I need to go back and say my mantra word again. And you say it and you literally, your brain kind of goes, we call it going down. It kind of goes down. And so you go into having no thoughts. And so you're kind of, it's like if you swam in the bottom of the pool and just kind of hung out down there at the mm-hmm. bottom, it's kind of that, that calming feeling. And so you're down there, but as soon as you do that, but your brain kind of gets bored and all of a sudden something pops up in your mind. And so you go, like, you go back up again and then you're up there and you're like, oh, you've been up there yeah, five, 10, 15, 30 seconds. You're like, dang, I should be doing my mantra again. So you start saying it and you go back down again. Every time you go up and down, it's like cleaning that screen door off. It's bizarre. And it doesn't just happen once. It takes time. It takes a, you know, a week or two or three of doing it, you know, depending on how, much, how many times you do it. We were taught to do it twice a day. I used to do it once in the morning or at noon. But what it does for me is it takes that edge off. Um, and you know, when you're really stressed and somebody comes behind you and like claps or hits you on the back or if they, somebody took pot, two pots and pans and clung it, like literally you like, boom, you get this adrenaline burst and it freaks you out. You jump, oh, right? So if you've been doing TM consistently, literally somebody can do that behind you and you it, it doesn't, you don't feel that same thing. You don't get that jitter. You literally just turn around like, what are you doing, you know? And so um, you talk to a lot of the people that do it on a consistent basis. And, and hey, if you don't believe me, do, do Google search for who does TM. And you'll be amazed at all the different people that, that um, practice this stuff. But the idea behind it is, is that it takes that edge off. And when we're talking about stress, one of the things that makes stress difficult is you stay, you, it seems like you're always staying on the edge. And anything that can happen, you get that jerk of what? Is it something else or whatever it is, you know? So the way I describe it is when, when, I'm, when I'm doing meditation on a consistent basis, you can come to me with bad news and I take it much better. I can handle it much better. I can think clearly through it because I don't, it's like that screen door is not hard. It's flexible, right? And so I don't have all that stuff built up on my system and I'm kind of processing through that. So what's weird about meditation is kind of cool 
is the way it's described to me is it's like a vacation for your mind. And your brain never really shuts off. Even when you sleep, your brain's still very active. You have that's why you have dreams. You know, when you're we won't go into this discussion, but you know, when you have dreams, you don't your dreams don't live in the same laws of earth right. that we have. That's why you dream you fly sometimes or you dream you can do this or this happens. That makes no sense whatsoever, right? It's because when you dream, your your brain is free to think however it wants. Well, when you meditate, it's different in that you're literally letting your brain rest and your mind rest, which is really a weird thing. Um, but when you get done, it's amazing. I, for me, I can not have a good night's sleep for two or three nights in a row. I'm going to do a 20-minute meditation. I feel like I'm going to sleep for an hour, for like eight hours. Like it feels like I had a good night's rest. Um, I like to do it a lot in the afternoons, like if we're going out on Saturdays. Um, I like to do it in the afternoon because it, it literally is like taking a nap before I go and I'm able to enjoy the moment and I'm not jumpy. So I know it's been kind of a one-sided conversation, but I wanted to be able to share that with you in that different people handle things differently. And so my ask of listeners is give it a shot and whether it's a free app or um, man, there's a million places to do it. I, I think if you do Peloton, Peloton actually has, some meditation series on Peloton um, is just give it a shot and, and give, try it at least three or four times and see if it doesn't make you feel better. See if it doesn't take some of that stress out. The hardest part you're going to have is just like working out. It's stopping and taking 10, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes to do it. Yeah. But once you do, it's like working out. Once you do, you're glad you did it. And it goes back to the, you know, maintenance is maintenance on your body, maintenance on your mind. It's just one of those things that to me makes a big, big difference. What questions do you have? No, I, I, I think, I think it's, it's good for somebody like me to hear because I'm not an edgy person at all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty calm. Um, but I have a very, very busy mind. Mm -hmm. My mind is going a million miles an hour all the time. Like I have four or five different conversations going on with myself at any, at any given point in time. And they're default negative most of the time. Yeah. Like my conversations are like, man, you screwed this up. Like, and then right. how do you fix your screw up? You know, mm -hmm. and all I've ever known in my life is just to apply more pressure to a situation yeah. to be able to get through it. Right. Like if there's a brick wall, like we just have to push that brick wall over, find a door or something. Yeah. And the, the concept of stepping away from it. Right. And, and quieting it down is so foreign to me. Yeah. And I imagine there's probably half the listeners that are probably the same way. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting concept and, and something that I know, and you've told me this multiple times, like that I would, greatly benefit from you would it would be good for you yeah. i know um i uh, i've taught several people over the years to do it and one of the ones that was able to grab it really quick i know you're not shocked by this is cody yeah and cody cody grasped it really fast and um you know for him it's a it was huge it really helped his head and calming your mind and it was a big deal i think he he was able to go down like he cleared it up enough he could spend 20 minutes kind of down and not not busy. I, I've never been able to do that. Huh. Um, but it's a very foreign concept for Cody Strait. Yeah, I know it is, right? Yeah. But it, I could tell. I got to the point where I can tell when he's been meditating. I could tell if he's on meditation practice and when he's not. Hmm. That's how much difference it made. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, we'll try it. Um, so once again, listeners, hey, try it. Give it a shot. Can't hurt. And uh, if nothing else, you get some nice rest. Not sleep, but nice rest. And um, so yeah, I will. I think can we put something from TM on the in the show notes, perhaps maybe a link to that to learn a bit more about it. And um, if you guys have any questions about that or 
uh, maybe tips and tricks or whatever, hey, leave a comment. You can find us on Instagram. Um, gosh, I think, I think we're on Facebook too. But uh, yeah, just or just here in the podcast, you can send us a message. So love to have you and uh, let me know what you think. Love it. Thanks for the time. time. All right, man.